Good morning, guys. My name is Dr. Boyce Watkins. I'm your friendly neighborhood finance professor, and uh, I want to say hello to everybody, um, all the people that love to come to this platform to get your daily financial news and information. Um, I am uh, black first. I want to make sure you know that. Also, um, I'm not a finance professor who happens to be black. I'm a black man who happens to be a finance professor. So today I want to talk about Tesla. Tesla is entering the S&P 500. Uh, the deadline for this to occur is in December. Uh, it's going to bring huge implications for the stock. I know many of you are Tesla investors. Many of you um, have put a lot of money into Tesla, and I don't think that's a bad thing. But I think it's also important, as with any investment, that you are aware of the risks that uh, can occur when you make an investment like that. And so I'm going to break some of this down for you. Tesla has a $100 billion problem that is going to take place over the next few weeks. And we're going to break it down. Uh, hit the thumbs up button, share and subscribe button. We're going to start the Black Financial Channel right now. All right, guys, what's going on? What's going on? Hello, hello, hello. Uh, shout out what city you're from. i like to see what city you're from. Also, if you have a black-owned business, uh, put the name of your business in the chat. Um, there's a lot of business owners, a lot of investors in here. Uh, black people are in the early stages of what I call the black economic revolution in about maybe 50 years. In 50 years and a generation and a half, black people will, will actually lead the world in uh, economic intelligence. Black people will lead the world in the number of our children who are owners in the stock market. We will lead the world in the numbers of our children who are interested in real estate. We will lead uh, the world in the numbers of our children who own businesses. We will lead the world in the numbers of our children who uh, never have to work for a white man in order to get ahead. So uh, so congratulations on being a part of that. I, I think that's really impressive. John Bryant says he has two businesses. Good for you. Good for you. Uh, so, uh, and I see Shay. Hey, I see you out of Atlanta and Zuberi out of Grand Rapids, Michigan. I hope you're not a, um, a University of Michigan football fan because that football team is terrible. I'm an Ohio State Buckeye, so, you know, i got to gloat a little bit. So, anyway, let's talk about Tesla. Um, how many of you own Tesla stock? Does anybody own Tesla stock? Um, if you own Tesla, have bought Tesla, thought about buying Tesla, put a yes in the chat uh, or type the word Tesla in, in the in the chat. Type the word Tesla because that's the topic of conversation. That's what the Lord put on my mind this morning when I woke up. Uh, I, I said, you know what? Uh, I said, you know what, God, it sounds like you want me to go share the news about what I just read about Tesla. And God said, yes, get on the microphone and share with people what uh, perspectives you, you came to this morning. So uh, I'm going to open up um, something else on my screen here. Let me know. Give me a yes or no if you can still hear me okay. Sometimes when I hit buttons <clears throat> on this interface, uh, I lose you guys. But give me a yes or no if you can hear me. Also, hit the thumbs up button. Hit the subscribe button. Hit the notification bell. You must hit the notification bell because I go live on the Black Financial Channel several times a day. And I break down what's going on in financial markets and the investing community. Uh, a lot of people charge you to get this kind of stuff. We don't do that. I give you updates all day long, every day uh, for free, but you got to subscribe. You got to hit that notification bell. So you'll be notified <clears throat> every time I go live. Uh, so, and I don't talk unless there's something to say. So anyway, here's the deal with Tesla. Uh, the wall street journal wrote an, wrote an article this morning, uh, basically saying that Tesla's S and P 500 debut is set to put a hundred billion dollars in trades in motion. So asset managers and trading desks will be scrambling next month to account for the market juggernaut. So here, here's the deal. 
Tesla is massive. I mean, Tesla is a huge, 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 huge company. Um, I don't have their market valuation in front of me, but I want to say maybe about half a trillion dollars or so, something like that. Let me let me Google that actually. Uh, Tesla market value. Tesla's market cap or their market price is six hundred dollars a share. Uh, their their market cap is five hundred sixty nine billion dollars. That's half a trillion dollars. That's why Elon Musk is worth so much money. Is because I believe that he owns twenty percent of that um, half a trillion, which which will make you uh, filthy rich. Um, one plus one times two plus a million divided by twelve to the forty second power makes you a trillionaire. It makes you funky, stinky rich. That's that's what it makes you. So Elon Musk, uh, the the founder of Tesla is funky, funky rich. And I congratulate him on that. He made $100 billion himself this year. Uh, and this year, the man made $300 million a day. And I've talked to you guys about why Musk made all that money in the middle of a pandemic. And it's not just because, you know, I know people will say, oh, it's because he cheated or, or because the rich people are all dirty lying bastards. No, he just didn't stop moving. You know, when, when the uh, pandemic hit, a lot of people sat still and froze. Uh, Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos they didn't do that. They they just you know uh, sanitized their factories, uh, protected their workers as much as possible, and kept moving. And as a result, they both made a lot of money during the time where everybody else was frozen. So th- that's what you saw during this pandemic: is you saw people that sat in fear, and you saw people that were making moves. Uh, Musk was making moves. He, that's why he made three hundred million dollars a day. You don't you, you don't make that kind of money just by being a good employee. You make that money by being a visionary and being committed to your vision. Uh, so anyway, with that said. Um, Tesla's $100 billion problem is that because they're going into the S&P 500, a lot of these fund managers who have funds that track the S&P are going to have to buy Tesla stock. So part of the reason that you saw a big jump in Tesla stock when te- when it was announced that Tesla was joining the S&P is because uh, everybody knew these fund managers had to go buy this stock. So they knew that the demand for the securities would go up. And so uh, if you go back to November 16th, Tesla stock was trading at about 408. Now it's trading at 599. Uh, Tesla, I, I don't own as much Tesla as I used to, but I have made a ton of money off Tesla. I was buying Tesla maybe it was in, when it was in the 200s, uh, relatively speaking. It was before the stock split. But if you're doing a split adjusted basis, I was buying in the 200s. And, uh, and then I sold some of that because I found some other companies that I like a little bit more. But anyway, um, so, so here's the deal. I'm going to read some of this Wall Street Journal article to you. Uh, hit the thumbs up button if you haven't done it yet. Please hit the thumbs up button. And by the way, some of you that want to straggle into the Black Wealth Bootcamp, um, I mentioned to you guys that the uh, that the 72% off discount for the Black Wealth Bootcamp, which starts on January 7th, uh, that it was going to end last night at midnight, but I forgot that today is Cyber Monday. So for the sake of Cyber Monday, we decided to extend it for one more day. So if you'd like to join us, feel free to go to blackwealthbootcamp.com. There's the URL on the screen. Okay, so you know, here's here's what uh, the Wall Street Journal says. Um, additions and subtractions to the S&P 500 normally are a ho-hum affair. The 509th biggest company in the U.S. might jump to 497th place and thus into the index. Investors who track it buy, buy the one stock and sell another. But no one has ever tried to add Tesla, a $555 billion company prone to huge swings in price. That's happening next month, and it's causing headaches across Wall Street. So, so Tesla's size, um, is, it's like trying to, uh, you know, give your children a pet elephant that they're going to keep in their bedroom, right? You, you're trying to move the pet elephant into the house, and you can't even figure out how to get the elephant through the front door. It's going to mess up the furniture. It's going to poop on the couch. 
you know, the elephant's going to make all kinds of noise. It's going to be stinky. It's going to be big. And you're, you're asking yourself, why couldn't we get a puppy? Why do we have to get the kids a pet elephant? Why couldn't we get a puppy? So Tesla is the pet elephant of the S&P 500. Most companies that enter into the S&P 500 are tiny little companies, or better yet, they're not tiny, tiny. They're just, they're just not as gigantic as Tesla. Uh, Tesla had to have some months of profitability before they could actually get admitted to the S&P. And when they finally got admitted, they're pretty massive. So a lot of these fund managers are trying to figure out how do we add this big company to our portfolio especially with given that this stock, it trades almost as crazy as Bitcoin. It's almost as crazy as a cryptocurrency because the swings, the volatility on this stock is absolutely ridiculous. So uh, to avoid missteps, S&P polled big investors on whether they would prefer adding Tesla's weight all at once on December 21st or split it over two trading days in December, an unprecedented move for the S&P. <clears throat> Excuse me, asset managers and trading desks across Wall Street have held virtual summits to debate the matter. The vote for many appears to be for the two-day option, partly because of Tesla's size, along with the potential for elevated volatility in the stock market. So what the managers are basically saying is this. They're saying, look, when we go in here, and, and we're, we're, the, we're elephants ourselves. So if we go in this market and we start suddenly acquiring massive amounts of Tesla stock, the, the massive amounts necessary to keep our portfolios on track with the S&P 500, that's going to cause the market to go crazy. The stock market moves based on supply and demand. If a stock like a Tesla suddenly gets a ton of demand, that's going to shoot the price through the roof. And there are speculators who are who know just that. They are taking advantage of that. They are literally prepping and saying all these big, gigantic, big money dogs are going to jump in the market and start buying Tesla between now and December 21st. So I want to own it now so that when they come in and they start buying this stock, I'll be ready. It's like gentrification. Like if you know, if you if you, you ever live in a black neighborhood and you can tell when it's being gentrified, right? Maybe you, you hear a rumor or oh, I heard that they're going to build a Starbucks uh, uh, right in the middle of the hood. Well, you know what that means, right? They build a Starbucks and then you hear, oh, well, you know, they're going to put a dog park next to the Starbucks. And you're like, whoa. And then you start seeing construction on the Starbucks. And, and then you see a sign saying Whole Foods is going to be built uh, by December 2021. Well, you know, at that point, you start getting in position you, you because you know what's coming. You know that the fact that they have a Starbucks and a dog park and a Whole Foods in the neighborhood, you know, that means white folks are coming. You know, that means gentrification is coming. You And then you hear, oh, but, but by the way, the... Um, the, 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 the football team, the, the Atlanta Falcons are thinking about moving to this city and they're going to put their stadium around the corner. Well, you go ahead and you start buying so that you can be ready for uh, when gentrification finally arrives. So basically, the, a lot of investors are doing this right now with Tesla, that the price is elevated right now because they know that the whales are coming. The whales are coming and the whales have to buy this stock. This stock has become, in economics theory, what we call an inelastic commodity. Inelastic commodities are commodities you must buy no matter what the price is. So when these whales come through, and these whales have to buy, they have to buy the same way the fiends are. You got to serve them fiends, you know, like 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 Ice Cube and Dope Man. You have to serve the fiends because the fiend, and the fiends will buy at any price. Well, the whales, the big fund managers who need Tesla stock in their portfolio are going to come by and they're going to buy at almost any price. So you, that's why right now, if you go look at a chart of Tesla stock, it is all green. Green means good. Green means go. Green means we making money right now. It's green and it's it's going up like crazy. And it started 
uh, its big surge around November 16th. And I don't, I can't remember if that was the date that they announced they were going to the S&P 500 and it's been moving ever since. Now, is it going to keep moving? I don't know. But here's what you, here's the reason I bring this up. You got to be careful because after the party, after everybody gets high at the party, there's going to be uh, not a relapse. What do they call it when everybody sobers up at the end? A crash. After the high, there's the crash. So some are wondering if Tesla is going to crash after all these fund managers add Tesla stock to their portfolio around December 21st. Um, I don't know. I can't make that prediction. Tesla is a hard stock to predict. I think Elon Musk is a genius. Um, I love his vision. I love any 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 billionaire that says he wants to die on Mars and he's willing to put his money where his mouth is. Well, that that that's a, that's somebody I admire. I admire anybody who's got courage to pursue their dreams. So so shout out to all of y'all in here that have big that are big dreamers and are going for it. Uh, my hat is off to you because you are the visionary for your family, and I respect that. So Elon Musk uh, wants to die on Mars. And he's doing great things with this company. But two big risks that, that make me concerned about Tesla that made me kind of move away from the stock is one, I do I would not be surprised if there's a big plummet in Tesla stock uh, before Christmas actually occurs, right after they finish uh, adding all the, adding these shares to their portfolios, uh, the, the interest wanes off, the stock price could drop. The second risk factor that's a long-term factor is I've always asked myself, what would happen if Elon Musk were to die? Elon Musk is is not, he, you know, he's not an old man, but he's not a spring chicken. He works his butt off. Um, you know, what if Elon Musk kills over from a heart attack and dies? If that were to occur, I would fully expect Tesla stock to drop by 20, 30, 40 percent. Uh, I think that a big chunk of Tesla uh, risk is due to the fact that they are that they have this rock star premium that comes from the fact that Elon Musk founded the company now do me a favor guys please hit the thumbs up button hit the share button hit the subscribe button um uh, make sure you hit the um notification bell so you'll be notified when we go live on the black financial channel and if you haven't subscribed to the black financial channel it's the black financial channel.com and uh, also if you want to teach wealth to your kids we have a black business school for children at black millionaires of tomorrow.com so feel free to go take a look at that uh your kids can actually get a degree from the black business school which will help their self-esteem and, and get create an interest in wealth and investing that'll last them for life so uh, in, in terms of total market value, uh, Tesla and Elon Musk are right behind the FANG stocks, Facebook, uh, Alphabet, Amazon, and uh, actually, wait, sorry, Alphabet is Google. So FANG, so FANG would be Facebook, Amazon, Apple, Netflix, and Google. That's right. So uh, Tesla is bigger than Netflix, um, but it's not bigger. The biggest company in the S&P 500 is Apple. Microsoft is number two. Amazon is number three. Alphabet, which owns Google, is number four. Facebook is number five. And then Tesla would be number six, right ahead of Berkshire Hathaway, Visa, Walmart, and Johnson & Johnson. Um, now, th th what they're saying also here in the Wall Street Journal is that Tesla's addition to the index is expected to be particularly challenging because the company will be the largest to ever join. And it is expected to make up at least 1% of the gauge. At its current value, it will be the sixth largest company in the S&P 500. The stock, which has a cult-like investment, base has surged more than 40% to 585.76 since November 16th. Now, here's the deal. They said 585.76. It looks like this morning. Uh, here, here's what's, this is a great indicator of Tesla volatility. So when I started this video, Tesla stock had risen to $600 a share. Now, in the time that I've been doing this video, the price has dropped down to 586. 
So literally, if you bought it $600 a share, you have lost $14 a share since I started this video. That is a big deal. That's a lot of movement for, for a stock. That's almost like a cryptocurrency. Um, the decision rests with the S&P, which says it intends to announce results of the consultation on Monday, meaning that it's going to decide if it's going to allow the fund managers two days to add Tesla to their portfolio or just one day. I think they're going to go with the two-day option because they don't want to create overwhelming volatility. Tesla's inclusion is expected to put more than $100 billion into motion. Index funds will have to sell smaller stocks already in the S&P 500 somewhere between 60 billion, 60 billion and 80 billion, depending on Tesla's market cap, and use that money to buy shares of the car maker. Uh, actively managed funds benchmarked to the S&P 500 are projected to buy $8 billion of Tesla shares, Goldman said in a recent note. The move will also spur trading within separately managed accounts that use the S&P 500 as a benchmark, as well as hedging activity by trading firms that buy and sell ETFs. Those sums are big, but investors say Tesla's addition to the index would normally be manageable in a single day. Shares of Tesla are widely traded, with daily volumes reaching as high as nearly $65 billion in mid-July, suggesting there's enough liquidity to cover the trade. Now, what does that mean? That basically says that these whales are going to jump in the water. They're going to make a big splash. No question about it. They're going to make a splash. But there's a difference between whales splashing into... Um, into the Atlantic Ocean versus whales splashing into the tiny little pond in the back of your house. If the whales splash into the tiny pond in the back of your house, then the whole neighborhood's going to get wet. There won't be very much water left in the pond because the pond's not big enough to handle 25 or 30 whales being dropped into the pond at once. But the ocean, however, is big enough for all the whales to be dropped in at once. So Tesla shares, by having so much trading volume already, uh, by the S&P 500 and the market having so much trading volume already, when the big whales jump in and make a splash and they're buying billions of dollars of Tesla stock, the amount of price movement as a result of that increased demand is minimized due to the fact that you have so much trading taking place already. You're dropping the whale in the middle of the ocean, which is one of the best things about the market that you have. One of the greatest valuation factors that gives your, your stock so much value is liquidity. The fact that you can buy and sell your stock within a matter of seconds, that's pretty good. Imagine if you try to do that with your car. Or imagine if you, imagine you try to do that with your house. I got to sell my house by 10 o'clock this morning. It ain't going to work. You could probably sell it, but you'd have to take a huge price concession to sell it, right? So basically the stock market, the, the most beautiful thing about this market is the liquidity. So I think that the market can handle the liquidity of, of all these moves. Um, but I do think that there's going to be some interesting price movement of Tesla stock running up to December 21st and then after December 21st. Um, if you want to know what I would be doing or what I'm going to do, a little bit of, I'm going to experiment with this, is I'm going to actually buy some Tesla stock and I'm going to add it to my portfolio. I'm going to watch the run up, uh, see how the news stories about Tesla uh, correlate to the stock price movement, because they're going to be talking about Tesla all over the news when December 21st hits. And then I want to see, and then I'm going to sell after all the whales step in, because I believe that there is a chance that Tesla stock could take a plummet. But at the same time, though, remember, there's a difference between being an investor and a trader. Uh, a trader is somebody who tries to time the market. They try to buy and sell the right stock at the right time, which is really difficult to do. Most economic theory says it's very difficult, if not impossible to do. The reason that you think it's easy right now is because it's e because making money in the stock market right now is like shooting fish in a barrel. It is very easy to make money in the stock market because you've been on an insane bull market ride since 2009. Since 2009, when Fed policy became very uh, market 
supportive, when uh, corporate earnings started to really take off, when uh, inflation got in check, you started seeing a bull market that has lasted for about 11 years. If you've missed out on this, I feel sorry for you because that's where the money is. That's where the money's being made. And a lot of people are doing really well from this market. But where the test comes is what is going to happen to your portfolio when we when this era ends and we go into a, a bear market. That's when you're going to separate the men from the boys and the women from the girls because a lot of your people that claim to be stock market experts because they bought a couple shares and made money, uh, which is pretty much anybody, a, a blind, deaf, monkey could have made money in this market. Do you understand what I'm saying? A monkey could make money in this market, even if he can't, even if he's blind, deaf, and doesn't know what stock he's picking. That's how easy it's been to make money in the stock market, okay? So so what's going to happen, though, is that you're going to hit a bear market at some point, and there will still be opportunities, but it's going to take skill to identify where those opportunities are and how to sort of calibrate your time horizon so that your portfolio does well. So put your, you know, buckle your seatbelt, enjoy the time while was good because this will not last. This will not last. This will not last. I hate to be the bearer of bad news so early in the morning, but I think it's important that I'm honest with you that right now what you're seeing is arguably one of the most remarkable periods in American history. And so as we talk about Tesla stock and what's going on with Tesla, I'll give you one key indicator to let you know uh, how remarkable this time period is for you. Did you guys know that even if the market closes down for, for the rest of the month, you know, by, by a decent percentage, we will still have had if I'm not mistaken, the best month in the S&P 500 since 1987. The best market in the S&P 500 since 1987. So so the reality is that you're just living through a great time. 1987, in 1987, Dougie Fresh was 21 years old. Now Dougie Fresh is, is getting his AARP card in a couple of years. I, in fact, he might be getting it already. So that's how long ago you're talking about. In 1987, Dougie Fresh was 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 fresh out of out of was college age. Now Dougie Fresh is getting an AARP card. That's how long it's been since you've had a month this good. So enjoy it while it lasts. Always prepare for the downside. When you're making your money, you save your nuts for the winter. You prepare for the bad times when the times are good. So times are good right now. Make sure you prepare. This is my warning. I just want to make sure you have this in the back of your mind as you move forward. Okay, guys. So anyway, I'm going to get out of here. And like I said, if you still want to uh, hop into the Black Wealth Bootcamp, which starts on January 7th, it's a great program for anybody that wants to reduce their economic dependence on the corporate plantation. That means either those who want to quit their job and be economically free or those who want to keep their job and still be economically free with the option to quit if they want to, or those who just want to understand all the elements of financial security. The Black Wealth Bootcamp is very popular. We haven't done it for five years. Everybody loved it five years ago, and we're doing it again now for the first time in a while, and uh, it starts January 7th. But right now, you can go in right this second, and you can actually watch the recordings of the two previous boot camps, and you have a lifetime membership. So there's a 72% off discount. We're only leaving it up for one more day uh, since today's Cyber Monday, and uh, feel free to go join if you'd like to participate. And also, we have financial workbooks and flashcards for children at financialworkbooks.com if you want to go take a look at that. So feel free to go take a look at that. And um, uh, thank you guys for listening. Uh, hit the notification bell if you're on the Black Financial Channel because I'm going to go live again a little bit later to talk about some other developments I've noticed in the market. Also, I'm going to do an Ask Dr. Boyce segment a little bit later on Financial Juneteenth TV. And uh, last but not least, tonight we're doing um, Life's a Pitch at 8 p.m. Eastern. Lene Javette and I 
are going to uh, throw out three black business pitches that have been submitted and we're going to critique them and we're going to pick a winner. And uh, we do this every Monday at eight o'clock to support black business and to give them give them free promotion so we can find black businesses in our community to support. So uh, we've we got a lot going on. Um, hang out with us. Keep hanging out. I think that we can fulfill all your needs and, uh, and, and help you succeed in every way. I just want to see you do well and make money. So take care, guys. Have a great day. Um, and uh, I will see you soon. Be good. Peace. Thank <laughs> you.